Retirement is often seen as a destination, but we believe it's an opportunity to pursue your passions, realize your dreams, and live a purposeful life. Great decisions, incredible lives. Retire with Intention podcast is about more than just money. It's about embracing the things that truly matter, the experiences, the relationships, and the impact you leave behind. Here is your host, John Creekmer. Well, welcome to another edition of Great Decisions, Incredible Lives, Retire with Intention. And like Stacey and I talk about all the time, it's not just about retiring with intention. It's really about living that incredible life with intentionality, being thoughtful about the things that we're doing, the things that we're thinking, the things we're putting into our minds, and the people that we're engaging with, because that truly is the fabric of life. Those are the things that enrich us, they grow us, they challenge us, they shape us, and ultimately they change us. And one of the great things in life, a principle that I've used over many years, is that living things grow and growing things change. And with that, it's a matter of figuring out what is it in our lives that need to bring about change as far as for growth. And Stacey, I cannot believe that we are in the middle of November yes. in 2023. It's kind of crazy how we have a holiday coming up already. And, um, and the year is coming to a close and we're getting into that busy season. Um, so yeah, Thanksgiving is right around the corner as we record this. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it's an important to think about as we um, anticipate holidays. For a lot of people, of course, holidays are such a fun thing and we're looking forward to them, you know, maybe great times with family or people we love or fun events. But for a lot of other people, um, holidays aren't necessarily part of living an incredible life. And maybe holidays seem depressing or sad. Yeah. And so um, I think that's why it's cool to start the holiday season with Thanksgiving because it is an opportunity to reflect on what is good in your life. And I think that that's a choice that we can make that helps us live incredible mm-hmm. lives as we start, especially the focusing on the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. And it's one of those things too, we kind of go into that holiday season with a lot of different expectations. And uh, some of those expectations are grounded in our past experiences. They're grounded in uh, the people we're going to see. Uh, they're grounded maybe even in some things that are aspirational of what we have hoped to happen. And uh, sometimes we go through and, uh, and it turns out it's just better. It's just more incredible than you ever could have imagined. And other times it's like, well, that kind of missed a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. And we also know I have a number of friends that are walking through even just lost for the first time this year. And so this the first Thanksgiving where things look a little bit different as far as with the people in their lives. And so in the midst of all of that, there's some things that we've learned about Thanksgiving. And we kind of want to actually talk about that a little okay, bit, yeah. uh, and, right? And then also play that into a little bit, even kind of a little review of some of the lessons we've learned as far as within the, the conversations that we've had right here every single week for this last uh, half year. Right. And so we're going to kind of pivot into all of that. And, you know, Thanksgiving, it's really about having a spirit of gratefulness. It is. And also, and I think even just in a larger sense, when you think about holidays, mm-hmm. you evoke evoke the idea of happiness that, um, you know, we have songs about that at Christmas, mm-hmm. that it's the most wonderful time of the year, the happiest holiday of all. And, um, and what's interesting is research, there's actually a psychology of gratitude and a psychology of happiness. A psychology of gratitude. Yes, people actually, there are psychologists who study gratitude okay. and happiness as their life study. Mm-hmm. And what they find is that it doesn't matter what happens to you. Um, they've studied people who have great life events, like, you know, getting married um, and, you know, wonderful things. And if you're not happy before that event, within three to six months after this wonderful life event, you go back to your normal level of happiness <laughs> and vice versa. If you, like they found even somebody who's become paralyzed from the neck down, if they were a naturally optimistic, happy person before, within three to six months, they move through this trauma and become the same happy person they were. 
So mm -hmm. this is kind of a problem for people who want to be happier because you had this set point of happiness, but then the psychology of gratitude has found that one way you can reset your happiness threshold is just by simply being grateful. And so there's a lot of studies done on this. I've been uh, thinking and studying this for about 10 years now, because this when I first started reading about it, that um, just simply people who were asked to write three things every day that they were thankful for, um, reported at the end of the study, just being happier in general. So that simple practice, a daily mm -hmm. practice, of having that spirit of gratitude. So you're saying just simply write down mm -hmm. three things every day, that day that you're grateful for. Right. And, um, and I think this went on for a period of a number of weeks. And at the end of it, they actually reported being literally 25% happier <laughs> by writing down just three things that you're happy for or you're right. thankful for. In that particular study, they had a couple different groups that went through it, mm -hmm. and they had different questions to measure their, layer, their level of happiness, contentedness, and joy. Mm -hmm. And in the test groups, what they were able to prove was that whenever people actually wrote down what the things they were thankful for, mm -hmm. three things every day, that the test group that did that had a measured and marked increase in the level of happiness in their life. So I think it's interesting as we think about um, celebrating the happiest time of year, regardless of what's going on, um, starting with gratitude, starting with Thanksgiving mm. is a great way to start as you anticipate um, living an incredible life because things are going to happen in life that are not incredible, but that doesn't mean that you can't have that happy, grateful, incredible life mm -hmm. that you want to have regardless of what's going on. You know, it's interesting. We've, uh, we walk all, we all walk through times of different people in our lives and they go through, um, and I know all of you have gone through times of which is kind of that mountaintop experience where you're living life and it seems like you're walking on the clouds, you're walking on air, everything is going to the best you can imagine. Then there's the times whenever we're going through really those difficult times of life and they're just there, but then we kind of walk through regular life. And I know even on a personal experience, our middle son was in a really a horrible car accident yeah. about five years ago. And uh, he, before he had the accident, he was known as a person that just had a, just a kind of a, a positive <laughs> attitude in life. Happy way of living. And, uh, and he would always say, you know, he goes through something difficult or a challenge or a, a, a trip mm -hmm. he was on that was challenging or whatever. But say, how did you get through that? He said, well, I just tried to envision what's mm -hmm. the best possible outcome and the worst possible outcome. And it's always better than the worst possible mm -hmm. outcome. And so he always had a positive yeah. experience in life, but horrible accident that right. uh, about five years ago. And it was interesting that, because um, I spent a lot of time with him uh, and it, he was in the hospital for an extended period of time. And it was really interesting how he naturally would say things like, you know, I am so, so glad this happened to me and not so-and-so for some particular reason, maybe because I have you like, mom, you could be here to help me. And so my so-and-so friend um, doesn't have anybody who could be there to help them. Or he just would, he naturally, even um, in the hospital was naturally mm -hmm. looking through uh, the lens of how can I make this seem better right. in my experience. And it's interesting, the feedback that we had from the doctors mm -hmm. and the nurses at that time, they all commented about how his, in the midst of a lot of pain, quite honestly, and a lot of proceed, medical procedures, mm -hmm. about how his outlook was more positive than just about any other patient that ever had right. as far as at the hospital. Um, and even they said they, I mean, actually during that, of course, a concern anytime you have a major injury is an addiction to pain medication. Mm -hmm. And they said they even find that people who have a positive outlook are less likely to become addicted to pain medication because it helps them deal with pain just by having a better outlook on life. Yeah. So- I don't know, kind of an interesting it really thing is. to think about as we anticipate the holiday season this year. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was thinking about a lot of different things over the course of time. I think about gratitude. 
and uh, really that key principle of writing down and thinking through some things. So whether you do it at your kitchen table in the morning or you're outside, mm -hmm. I know for myself, I love looking at our woods behind our house. It's a good time to sit back mm -hmm. in the morning, reflect on things. And uh, I know the last right, the last six, seven months, um, Stacey and I have been talking about really just taking intentional time to think every morning mm -hmm. about uh, whatever it is that's in our mind, but really focusing upon things of gratitude. And right. uh, that's really shaped my thoughts and has changed as far as the way I view things. And then all of a sudden, then we start to pivot into the five key principles that we have to living that incredible life. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, it kind of goes hand in hand right. with this whole spirit of gratitude and thankfulness. Right. And that first one really is to define your core values. What are those things that are most important to you and trying to write down and right. think through that? Well, and as you're writing things that you're thankful for, naturally, mm -hmm. you're going to find that that will help you define your core values. Because, yes. of course, those are the things that you naturally love anyway. Right. And then just think through that and say, hey, what are some goals that you happen to have based upon those core values? Those goals can be really on the daily or it could right. be a shorter term or, or intermediate long -term. or long term. I mean, goals. That, right. Because you want your your goals that you have to be based upon things that you value. Mm -hmm. And so that that totally blends right in together. Yeah. And then uh, the third one is um, listening to wise counsel. Mm -hmm. And um, and of course, as you whether that be, um, of course, in our case, um, financial advisors who help you with the financial aspect, but even, you know, people in your life around you who can give you input on the things that they see in you. Because I've learned sometimes that other people can help you identify your super core values as well. Right. right. And a lot of that really is, uh, is having those wise counselors help you to find those core values that can help you walk through an appropriate goal setting. But then also then as far as on the application of how do you actually apply those core values? How do you live it out daily? Or when you're going through times uh, maybe we're we're kind of walking on cloud nine and times when you're going through a hard time to have those counselors, those friends you can talk to about, here's what I'm going through. Right. Well, they're able to keep you centered as far as on those core values as you walk through it. Right. And For uh, sure. I think that next one stays then is once you've identified yeah. that is really then saying, you know, money is simply a tool. And how are you going to set your resources right. to accomplish your goals so that they support your values? Mm -hmm. And so really, yeah, that you are just not viewing your money as the means to an as mm -hmm. the end goal, but rather your money is the means to accomplishing yeah. your goal. You know, I know 33 years of working in the financial services industry as a wealth manager mm -hmm. that uh, so oftentimes the conversation really centers yeah. around a number. It centers around, here's how much money I have. Right. And the reality is whenever that's the center of a person's vantage point, their mind's eye, well, then they do not have that true spirit of gratitude uh, because everything's focused upon money. And I think also, I mean, then it's harder to stay focused on your goals when your goal is just a number. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole, actually a whole marketing advertisement. It is. There's a company out there that has like, what is your number? And we'll help you get there. But then I guess my question would be like, well, what happens? Like, it's great to get to your number, but then what? Yeah. Um, and so when your goal is something beyond the number, then it's something bigger, it's something attached to yeah. your values, attached to the people and the places and the things that are most important to you. And keep in mind, folks, every single one of you is bigger than any number. Uh, your your life is more significant than any amount of money, any amount of finances, any amount of wealth. It truly is about those things that are more significant to the core of who you are as For an sure. individual. For sure. And uh, and really, that last the last key principle that we've really been uh, trying to hit on hard yes. is that with all of it is to make sure it's centered properly as far as on a, a proper, healthy pursuit of good health. Uh, right. Because um because what is the point of accomplishing the number, knowing what your goals are, if if you don't have health? And of course, there's layers of that where we are not in control of, of every aspect of our health, but some things we are in control of and, and being willing to take the steps that you need to right. take to be healthy. Um, there's another, so another of my interesting studies 
Um, and I think a super easy way to work on your health. Um, again, psychologists tell us that getting outside every day for 20 minutes can significantly increase mm -hmm. your levels of cortisol, which cortisol, of course, is, helps us feel happier. And so I think that that's interesting. You could accomplish two things at one time by maybe just um, bundling up and getting outside and doing a little walk, enjoying yeah. nature and um, working on your health and also increasing your happiness yeah. as well. You know, it's interesting today. So many of the things we're talking about here in the last 10, 15 minutes, it really goes along with so many of the different guests we've had mm -hmm. on this on this yeah. show over the last six months. And I was thinking about, uh, as you were mentioning that, Michelle Cooey, um, mm -hmm. that we had early on as far as in conversations and Michelle, uh, CPA background and yeah. uh, just a phenomenal amount of intentionality, but also experience in helping people as they run businesses mm -hmm. and uh, not just on the bookkeeping, but the tax side of it, the strategic planning side of it. And now she's transitioned into that holistic life coach of people that are walking through change right. and how do we have the financial aspect, but also the personal aspect, which involves the finances, the personal goals and the health mm -hmm. all centered together. It was it, a phenomenal takeaway. It really, um, and it's interesting how much her um, key points so align with what you love to talk yeah, about for sure. as far as um, addressing stress and anxiety in your life and how that so plays into your financial decisions as well. Yeah. If, and just being aware. And I think that's becoming something that is more, it's okay to discuss a little bit more maybe than it was when we were a little bit younger, which mm -hmm. I think is a good change. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that she talked about that as well as core values. That was right. another huge thing. Um, so I think interesting how people who have a lot of experience working with others in their money see that knowing your core values is such an important foundational thing. It really is. And, and kind of going through that, then we have the money aspect of it. And I remember talking to Justin Fitzpatrick mm, and yeah. uh, Justin was the, he's the founder and CEO of a company called Income Lab. It's a technology company and is actually becoming the fastest growing, yeah. highest rated academic technology yeah. system in the entire technology space. And as far as on income planning in our industry. And, um, and he has got a lot of same yeah. core values personally. Well, and also he talked as well, when thinking about the anxiety piece, he talked as well about how so many of the people and what he loves about what he does is that you can address the fear that a lot of people have in retirement about living their money. So one of the things I really loved about what Justin had to say, um, and it's kind of uh, piggybacking off of from Michelle, talking about how his product of an income mm -hmm. lab helps uh, people actually address the fear they might have in retirement of outliving their mm -hmm. money. And that he loves the fact that he can help deal with that anxiety, which I think is a common one for people as they think about retirement. Right. And so oftentimes we think about what are the things we would accomplish in that next stage mm -hmm. of life. And we talk about retirement and I think that everyone has an idea of what that means to them. But the reality is, it's just that next stage of life where we're not really working to provide dollars to live right. on. But now we have this pool of money, these income streams coming from a pension or social security. Well, then how do we live out that life? to magnify mm -hmm. the impact based on our core values. Right. And Justin really talked about how sometimes fear grips us. Right. And so if we actually have the technology to help us go through and model out uh, what things look like and what happens when the what-ifs of the world become reality, right. well, then you're able to actually navigate with a higher level of confidence. Um, and then the other thing, too, that he mentioned in that episode was the idea of viewing retirement as a journey, mm -hmm. not a destination, which, again, speaks to the idea of, like, not the number or the date we're retiring, right, right. but like this is, you know, you're just moving on into another part of life in the same way you've done at every stage of life yeah. and viewing it as like a journey that I'm continuing. Right. And I liked that. As right. Well. Phenomenal, phenomenal interview. And 
Uh, you know, I, I just I just think about so many different people. And uh, the other one that stands out to me a lot really is David Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And uh, David from Dallas, and he has a phenomenal background working with some of the highest level institutional fixed income managers in the world um, in New York City. And uh, during the Great uh, Recession back of 08 to 010, he was at home with his wife and their, their two children at home. And they were just realizing, you know, what, what are we doing? What, what are we pursuing? And why are we pursuing it? And they decided to move back closer to home in Dallas. And uh, and they started working in their family office. And he has a great story of how they got there, uh, which was a podcast you can walk through. But really, then what he decided was, we have this value system that we hold dear. But at the center of it, we have assets that drive income to allow us to live it out. And so he's actually walked through as far as from an institutional perspective, how can the average everyday person incorporate income planning using oh, assets yeah. as far as a yeah. fixed income and as far as helping them live it out? So it's just the application of it all. And but so I see how the, it came together. The actual, um, we're talking about actual financial piece. Oh, yeah. Because the financial piece, it, I mean, like I'm talking like piece of the pie, like mm -hmm. that little piece of the puzzle does have to be there. Yeah. And so he's addressing the fact like it's you can know your values, you can have all of this in line. But if you're not confident of the actual investment or whatever yeah. income, right, then you're going to have a little right. bit, you're never going to overcome the anxiety. Right. And so some of those conversations, they started those core values, they started how to bring it together. What are the goals? Let's set our financial resources and let's live it out. And um, it's been a really incredible journey. I, I was thinking about even some of our upcoming episodes. Um, I was going to say that too, man. because I was just working through and um, you know, like reading through the show notes and working on all of the pieces to, that it's for the show that's going to come out next week, yeah. which I think is going to be like a, a perfect culmination mm -hmm. of what you're we're talking about today. Yeah. Some incredible guests coming up here uh, in the coming weeks mm -hmm. and had some great time getting to know them. And um, and their stories are phenomenal, mm -hmm. and um, and also the the key principles they're bringing together um, are so impactful. And so I know everyone's going to walk away from those just with some really high level uh, yeah. impact statements. And so sure. it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So anything else you want to say before uh, before we just get into the busyness of Thanksgiving week? <laughs> yeah, I'll say with the busyness is coming up, and so I know at our house at Thanksgiving we have the blessing of hosting at our house every year for both yeah. the sides of our family, extended family, yeah. anywhere in the community has no place to go. If you have no place to go, you come know, to come house. to our house. So however you get there, planes, trains, automobiles, um, <laughs> so you got to get together. Yeah. But that being said, it does get very busy. And yes. then we head into the Christmas season and uh, so many activities going on. And we would encourage you, don't get so caught up in the activities and the right. busyness that we don't take time to recognize the seriousness of, of the blessings in our life and the things that we have to be grateful for. And let's really go through this season intentionally this year with that spirit of thankfulness and gratitude. Sure. And just, and literally taking some time for that. I feel like you do get caught up in the busyness. And so, yeah, just, um, you know, whatever time of the day works for you, just to know that a few minutes a day spent uh, reflecting on what you do have mm -hmm. and um, what is important to you, I think is time well spent. Yeah. And in the end um, does result in, Happiness. I mean, science tells us right. it's worth it. Right. So the key point for Stacey is every day, three things, <laughs> three things that you're grateful for. Yeah. Write them down and be great to put it in a journal and go back and look at it over the years. And, um, and you will be 25% happier at the end of that time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I'll tell you what, it was a great chat with you again here on Great Decisions, Incredible Lives, Retire with Intention. I'm John. This is Stacey Crickmer and uh, look forward to catching you guys next week yes. right back here. Talk to you all later. All right. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you again for listening to The Great Decisions, Incredible Lives, Retire with Intention podcast with host John Creekmer. 
follow us on social media, visit our website, and join our community of like-minded individuals redefining retirement and living incredible lives. Please leave us a review and share our podcast with others who may benefit. We wish you a future filled with purpose, fulfillment, and the joy of living your incredible life in retirement.